0: can you dig it
1: welcome to idp nation spin-off podcast talking about college idp and debbie idp prospects we are your hosts dan cook daryl winston and eric carroll we are the debbie
0: idp grind can you dig it
1: Can you dig it? What's going on, fellas? How's it going, guys? Not too bad. We got to watch some real-life college football this weekend. How about it? Pretty good. Nice. Not that there were any real teams playing. It was great. <laughs> great. It
0: was just good to watch football.
1: It was good to watch football. It was good to be able to flip it on a game that actually means something that's not from 2019, because uh, that's all I've been watching is, uh, you know, NFL Network highlights and um, basically old, you know, college games and stuff like that that have been on, like, uh, ESPNU and stuff like that, so nice to see some real meaningful football. Um, not, not a whole lot of headliners going Um, but before we go any further with our conversation about the weekend, uh, we wanted to shout out to, uh, two former, uh, interviewees that we've had on the show, uh, Bryce Huff, who is now a member of the Jets 53 man roster, going to play some edge for them. And, uh, that was just for you there, Daryl. And then another another edge player uh, made the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Cam Gill from Wagner, uh, made that team. So we got two guys uh, that we interviewed last year that made their teams as undrafted free agents, which uh, there was a pretty lengthy list of uh, – I got it from Thor Nystrom. I think he got it from What's on Draft, Um, the undrafted free agents that made teams. Out of camp, which was uh, impressive. And we've talked to two of them. That's pretty.
0: Yeah, that's pretty impressive, especially with all this COVID on. When all these rookies and everybody are getting kind of left off rosters and cut, that two undrafted guys that you know we should we think they, they should have been drafted. But you know. I, yeah, I think both of them really should have been. I, I think if this COVID hadn't hit back at, at the beginning before the draft, I think there might have been a chance both of them got drafted late, but. So the lesson to be learned here is, uh, come on our show. <laughs> there you go. There you and go. And y-
1: you might make the NFL. Uh, but it, it, oh, kidding aside, you need talent and stuff to do that. Um, but anyway, um, not a whole lot of news and notes. I mean, there, there's games getting postponed. It seems like right and left. Um, I read earlier, I think the TCU-SMU game is postponed. That was supposed to be played, I think, this Friday. Um, That has been um, postponed to when? Who the hell knows? Because, honestly, these schedules are crazy.
0: Yeah, and that may be something you see a lot more of. Games getting postponed, rescheduled, all that, so... You just have to kind of see who, what, when, where, and how, you know. Yeah.
1: And it is a bit crazy. Um, What what else is crazy is, and this is not anything to do with college football, but the amount of people you can stash on your practice squad now is crazy. Right? The Bills have 17 on their (laughs) practice squad. Did you see? uh, Yeah, I know. See, and this is where Taxi Squads just got out of control. Um, Josh McCown was signed to the Eagles practice squad.
0: <laughs> not for all that. And the That's funny me. thing
1: is, he's going to be able to just stay at home unless they need him. <laughs> like he's right not way. even going to have to come hang out in the locker room. Yes. He, he doesn't even have to do anything. He just has to possibly show up if, like, went and hurts, and like you know i guess if everybody comes down with COVID or something he's their emergency qb but yeah it, it's a little
2: crazy hey, josh rosen got signed to the practice squad too so
1: he did and and you know coming out of college he was quite possibly that number one prospect of that year and just to see his fall from grace, to, to I mean, and it really is mismanagement of the, the team that drafted him seemingly not wanting him. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with Cliff Kingsbury wanting to. I,
2: I think that's a big part of it. Uh, yeah, I think he, he, Rosen doesn't really fit what Kingsbury wanted to do anyway, so.
1: Yeah, but I don't know how you, you make that coaching hire with you know, you, you know the, the guys that are there like how do you yep. how do you not say hey we just spent a high pick on Josh Rosen what do you think <laughs> and then go out and spend a first I mean honestly Arizona's team build has been pretty remarkable they could still use some offensive line help I think but um, you know they, they seem to be improving despite having oh, a yeah. huge setback normally if you miss on quarterback in the first round that's a huge like 10-year setback for your team. Right, because then you're you're consistently picking day you know early day one, um, all the time. Um, a, a piece of news, and I know this has nothing to do with college, um, but people listening do listen do most of the time play a pro. David Mayo was put on IR. It was seemingly that he would only miss a couple games, but he has been put on injured reserve. Um, they are eligible to return to three weeks. Mm. So that's just an interesting thing Because um, a lot of people were like Ah, you know, the giant He'll be back after week one um, But yeah Any uh, special college news Besides going over some games last night? Uh,
0: no, I'm trying to look here So unprepared today Had some uh, issues going on we
1: haven't had a show in a while, so there's probably a lot that's happened that we forgot even happened.
0: Um, mostly this the is Andrew, and I kind of want to get Eric's take on this. Um, I don't know if he knows uh, or heard of or listens to Journey to the Draft podcast. I, I don't, actually. Uh, I have to, though. But Dane Brugler of Athletic was talking on there, and they have Patrick Sertain as the first defensive player off the board in the 2021 draft. He's pretty good, but I don't think he's going to be the first one off – not mm-hmm. defensive player, I don't think. Not for me anyway.
2: No, I don't think – I don't think he's going to be the first one off the board. I mean, not – he might be the first defensive back, but not the first defensive player. You know, I think there's – I just I just did an article on the top ten Debbie cornerbacks, and, I, you know, I don't think he's even one of the top. He's probably – he's definitely top ten corner, but I don't think he, he'll be the first defensive back taken. I, I just – I don't see that. You know, I see, uh, like, Caleb Farley or uh, Sean Wade or one of those guys going ahead of
0: him before that. Well, I think he – I don't know if Farley will go ahead of him. I I, I had him pretty high, so (laughs) I don't have a problem with him being the first defensive back. I just don't think he's going to be the first defensive player off the board. Yeah, Which kind of shocked me.
2: I was actually just looking at uh, a mock draft here, and it had the Giants taking Caleb Farley with number four as the first defensive player off the board too. So, I mean – I like Farley, but I don't know if I like him Yeah, I like four. Farley too. Yeah, I'm
0: kind of that. I don't know five, if he's four.
2: You know, that's no, I think, that's, no, I think no. that's a I think that's a bit of a reach. But you know, I think he is one, he is one of the top ten corners, and they have on this one they have Sertan going number ten to the to Jaguars. So I mean, he is the second cornerback going off the board, but uh we'll see. I guess. See how the season plays out. Yeah,
0: I mean maybe. I, I definitely think you got to think Parsons, Dylan, Moses, probably Rousseau. Those are probably the three first defenders off the board. Uh, Cisco, if he comes out, I think, you know, depending on who comes out or whatever, I, I just don't see Sertan or Farley being the top defenders off the board, and I think they're a little bit further down than the rest.
2: Yeah, let's just see. Just to, just to kind of go over the rest of it, Farley went number four. Parsons went number five. Uh, Marvin Wilson went number eight, Gregory Rousseau, number nine, Sutan 10, Dylan Moses, 12, Christian Barmore, 14, um, Bash, Carlos Basham, 17, Jalen Twyman, 18, Sean Wade, 19. So, Quincy Roche, 22. So, yeah, there's quite a few defensive players you know, go, you know, in this mock draft anyway, they're, uh, deep on the defense side anyway.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, with a lot of guys opting out they're they're kind of, you know, they, it's, it's, they'll get the combine, uh, stuff to go. Um, and they'll, they'll have, you know, hopefully they'll have their, um, Per day to go off of um but yeah a lot of guys that are are playing um their stock can go up or down i, I guess that's the thing oh, yeah. about playing is you're, you're you know obviously players want to play uh, but right. sometimes it doesn't make sense and some of these players aren't going to be even given an opportunity to play because their teams have decided to postpone their season or just completely eliminate the season yep I am on the clock in uh, mm. Dingus's Illuminator here that never ends. It, like... <laughs> it never
0: ever ends. Oh but we
1: got God. a late start on it, and I, I think we've we've knocked out like six rounds today.
0: Nice. We have. Nice. We've made a lot of uh, headway today. Yes, we have.
1: Uh, the clock got knocked
0: down to an hour,
1: so I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, and people are pre-drafting as I've been requesting for a couple weeks now. Right. <laughs> uh, just because I mean we have so little time left that we we kind of have to you know get this done. Yep. I mean uh, I honestly, I don't think anybody on the Chiefs or Texans will be drafted that's of actual value. So it's I don't think it's that huge of a deal if we are drafting on thursday or friday
0: i don't think so either
1: yeah if somebody gets some points you know they they find some diamond in the rough corner or something to draft good for them like whatever (laughs) yeah most of the players that are relevant are already taken for the most part i mean we're 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 scraping the bottom like i just took a a backup tight end the backup for travis kelsey which isn't, isn't a bad thing ricky ricky seals jones. Ricky
2: jones yeah
1: i thought he was actually injured because earlier in camp i i saw some report that he like you know was stretched off but i guess that was uh an overreaction but anyway getting back to college uh the only college game with any real talent i think and i, I know i shouldn't say that uh the only game that really had a team <laughs> of note was the memphis uh Arkansas State game and Memphis. Um, Memphis was even without Gainwell, who's one of the top offensive Devi running backs. Um, he's opted out to get ready for the draft. Um, but they looked pretty good regardless um, on both sides of the ball. Um, you were saying Arkansas State gave all they can handle. By the time I turned the game on, it was already pretty well in hand.
0: But... Yeah, early on they gave them a lot. But after I, down in the second half, they just kind of ran away with it. Uh, as expected, you know, Memphis has been yeah. one of the better teams outside of the Power Five for a long time. And they, they did really good. They had some good uh, – uh, they made a lot of good plays. Um, and Arkansas State did too. You know, they had some good talent. You know, their nose tackle, Force Morrell, he's, he's going to gain a lot of NFL attention. Huge dude at nose tackle, and he just plugs everything. But, yeah, I mean, Memphis had playmakers all over the field making sacks, interceptions, Joseph Dorius, who we've talked about a few times. Um, you know, Silvante Oliver uh, kind of struggled a little bit early right out the gate, but he had interception down the stretch. Their linebackers, Xavier Collins, did well. So they've got some good pieces. I think once, they, once this season gets going and they get a few games under their belt, they could be really good.
1: Yep. Yeah, some stats of note. Uh, in that game, uh, Jarius uh, Remonic, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his name, uh, number one corner, had 10 solos uh, in oh, that wow. game so wow. for 11 total tackles. Uh, and on the other side of the ball, uh, University, I think it's Southern, South Alabama, Maybe Nick Mobley is the player I'm referring to Uh, South Alabama Jaguars. Yes. He had 14 assisted tackles. Wow. Wow. So some interesting notes uh, to the stats. Um, One solo. So I don't know what to think about that. Um, You know, it's an impressive number of assists, but, you know, that doesn't really ring too well. Um, looking over some sack leaders, UAB's uh, Nakia Eason Jr. had two sacks. Uh, Xavier Collins from that Memphis game had a sack. And uh, uh, trying to see if there's any any players that we have talked about.
0: Um, yeah, I kind of watched the Marshall Eastern Kentucky game, and two players. In, I know it's Eastern Kentucky, but. Uh, defensive end Darius Hodge and linebacker Tavante Beckett for Marshall. They had outstanding games and it was, you know, you could, they made such an impact that they didn't even play much during the second half. It was pretty much in hand and out of control. So, but in the first half they were, they were to be reckoned with, gained my attention at least.
1: Yeah. Um, Not, not a huge stat filling week here. I mean, we had, two passes defended was like the high i mean you don't really have a whole lot going on on defensive side of the ball um no forced fumbles it looks like no data available so yeah it was not the most exciting uh weekend of college football uh this was officially week one i don't think any of the big conferences are starting their games until at least next weekend um I think the only school of note. I think uh, BYU is playing tomorrow. Tomorrow.
0: Night. Yep. Um, tomorrow. Look up. Yep. Yeah.
2: Playing Navy. Navy. So that should be.
1: You know, those are two independent. is Na- Navy is an independent, right? Yep. Yeah. So they have two independents. Um. So that game is going to be. On ESPN at eight o'clock, uh, and you know they have Navy predicted to be the winner. It looks like. Oh wow! By seventy-one percent here. Uh, well, Navy runs that uh, you know triple option a lot of times, don't they?
0: Yep. So mm-hmm. uh,
1: they they will probably have the the same strategy as Army did yesterday in completely dismantling Middle Tennessee State uh 59 nothing and all they did was run i think their quarterback was two for four for like 12 yards for army
2: so uh, and they had sl- they ran the ball 62 times i mean
0: jesus <laughs> right. wow i ran
1: I, I saw some funny memes one of them was bill belichick uh you know, storming towards army like you know this—that's the game plan that I want. You know, and with Cam Newton, that might not be a bad game plan,
0: right? Uh, oh, here's a, a note, news and note for us: um, Colin Schooler, who played for Arizona, the senior linebacker, transferred to Texas Tech as a wow. graduate this year. So he wants that's, to play. Yeah, he does. I mean, and that. I wonder how many of these we're going to see players that are—I say this—it's probably the wrong wording—but actually pretty good players who they're seniors, and it's either sit out and train for the draft or go play. I think that's a good decision on his part to go play, put some more on tape, you know, because he's he's probably going to get drafted, but maybe he can do something this year with Texas Tech to drive it a little higher. So. I completely understand that, uh, but that's a big get for Texas Tech because he's yeah, a tackling machine for Arizona. He really was.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Didn't he? Did he play for Oregon at one point too? Uh,
0: you know, I don't
1: Cause I I read some report and then somebody I don't know in the comments section it got a little hairy because I think that the 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 headline on the article I read was not very good.
0: If uh, it was, it was very early in his career. Um, yeah, I don't think so. It doesn't, it doesn't. I don't think he did either. I can't remember right off the top of my head, but yeah.
1: Um, I did read something interesting. Washington State's uh, Drew Bledsoe's kid entered the transfer portal, leaving Washington State, or at least exploring his options. So, I yeah.
2: did. Just I did interesting because Drew Bledsoe's kid. I did find that, that <laughs> another piece of news that nation's number one prospect, Corey Foreman, is visiting LSU this weekend. So that's that's pretty big. I know he visited Georgia a couple weeks ago. So hopefully he's narrowing it down so he can – I think he's going to enroll early in everything. And
0: Yeah, he is, he is the prize of this next mm-hmm. recruiting class. And yep. everybody's wondering where is he going, you know, who's going to land him. He's probably got an offer from every school in the world. <laughs> um, be interesting to see where he lands. I think if I remember, he's he doesn't plan to announce early. He's going to wait till December to do this. So. Oh wow. Yeah. He is the number one prospect in this class. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who he decides to go with. I think uh, you you said LSU. I think Oregon, USC, Georgia. I'm sure many, many others, but I think Alabama, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it's everybody. So I'm thinking they're, they're probably some of the front runners.
2: Yeah. Looking at, uh, 20, 24, seven sports it has Clemson, Georgia, LSU and USC as the warm and pretty, and everybody else on the cool for whatever that take, take that with a grain of salt, but right. so, and then also I did see one other one that, uh, Cal cornerback camp, Cameron Bynum opted out for the for this season too and he's going to start preparing for the oh, NFL yeah. draft that. Um, like he had over his three years he's got 165 tackles 5 interceptions, 26 pass deflections so he getting ready for the getting ready to see what he can do yeah yep.
1: and uh, I have a draft coming up, are, are any of you in the draft as well or no, just me
0: um nope. no, I've yeah. got three going on, two eliminators and I'm actually in a IDP only league. It's a dynasty league. All IDP.
1: Yeah, I think Aye. it's the one you kept posting about that I said Aye. I'm in two yeah. leagues.
0: <laughs> so yeah, kinda excited. Doing pretty well on that, but uh we'll see. Yeah, I'll- it
1: kinda stinks. I know we haven't talked in a while. Um yahoo did college fantasy and they just uh bagged their seasons they were basically like yeah we're not gonna do this because i mean with all the teams opting out and all and i think it would just be a nightmare for them to try to run they would probably get ripped apart by people because you know they'd be like ah oh, this guy's not supposed to be in here this guy is supposed to be in here you know you know how people are
0: well
2: yeah yeah i was trying to set the, our college leagues up to best ball, but it won't let me for some reason. So I got to talk to Fantrux and see what's going on there.
0: Oh, well, here's another piece of news Ohio State received a verbal from four star 2021 defensive tackle Tyleek Williams. And this dude is a monster 6'3, 3'30. Yeah, a beast as a freshman coming in. Uh, Virginia Tech, and North Carolina <laughs> was on his radar, uh, but it just seems like they couldn't persuade him enough to come their way so we've said it many times on here Eric, it seems like the rich get richer Ohio State, yep. Oregon's, they just keep loading, Alabama's you know, they don't, <laughs> they never rebuild, they just reload
2: yep, yep, and that's it's just the way it is and that's the way it's always going to be you know
0: that's the way teams are, I mean those is yep. big
1: schools, that's what they are they are, they, there's no rebuilding like this yeah,
0: well it, it you lose, long a, you you lose a coach.
1: That's how you rebuild. Is if you lose your coach, well, that, and if you're
0: you just lose for some reason, you know, long as the Ohio State's, the Alabama's, the Oregon's, long as those teams are in the top ten every single year competing for a national championship, they're going to get the best players. So.
1: Yeah, but, and there are ebbs and flows because you know you look at teams like Michigan. You know, Michigan's kind of on a downturn at this point. You know they were you know considered one of the top programs year after year and they've kind of slipped a little bit um notre dame seems to be in this um you know middling you know they're good enough to be competitive and and good enough (laughs) to be in the conversation but not good enough to actually close the deal um trying to think of other teams that are kind of like that um I guess Penn State's kind of like that. They they've been really good for a while, but they haven't really had any elite teams. Nope. USC has kind of been one of those droughts. You know, I think Slovis kind of helped them a whole lot last year. Um, but you know, since Pete Carroll left, they've kind of been in no man's land, and they used to be a perennial uh, powerhouse. So, I mean, it's just that's the way it is if if you get a good coach that can that can recruit I mean if Urban Meyer went somewhere today he would recruit players yep
2: he would get right. a good slew of players yep Yeah, and that's
1: why he gets rumored to Notre Dame every single year because that's just what happens um uh, Um, looking ahead, I guess the BYU game is, is, is tonight. By the time people listen to this, um, or you may have been not listened to it immediately, um, but you know that's coming up here soon. Um, what games are we to look forward to here with the biggest impact players? Um, I, I guess is there any impact players in the BYU Navy game that you're looking forward to seeing? If there's not, then just say no, because I mean honestly.
0: Right off the top of my head, no. I'm sure there's a couple of players that we might want to watch off of BYU, but I just – not really huge star impact players, but there's always players that step up when you lose seniors or under, you know, drafted undergraduates. So, I'll look tomorrow. i have a better thing for you maybe mm-hmm. next week when we come back on.
1: Yeah. Uh, this Thursday, the U – Gets to play. Now, I know uh, Rousseau has opted out. Um, Man, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I heard Roche is still playing, though, correct? Yep, he is. Yep. So, you get to see Roche uh, against UAB. And UAB, um, I think, did they win? I can't remember. Uh, But next Saturday is when it really kicks off. Um, North Carolina-Syracuse... Looks to be a good game at noon. That's on the ACC network.
0: Ooh, Syracuse. Andre Sisko. Chaz Surratt
1: Yes, Chaz Surratt you can see it action. Yes,
0: Chaz Surratt.
1: Iowa State is in action. Andre Cisco.
0: Noon, Mike Rose.
2: Yep. Uh, let's see here. Let's see Clemson, they play, you know, I mean they play Blake Forest, but they got Carlos Basham in that game.
1: Yeah, that's at seven thirty. That's the ABC. That's the, the headline game of the week, you if you will. That's the you know big ABC game is normally the big big game of the week. Um,
0: interested to see what Clemson rolls out with their front line on defense. I'm sure it'll be top tier talent. Yep. Well, I'm sure it is, but I'm, I'm you know they got the Xavier Thomas. I uh, Forget the other guy's name right off the bat, but I'm more interested to see the Miles Murphy, the Brian Breesies those young incoming freshmen what they're going to do with them how they're going to use them or whatever well xavier thomas opted out for this year oh okay so that's another opportunity for these young young guys yep yeah see that's that's something we didn't we've not really touched on either we've kind of focused on these guys opting out and that impact but really that gives these young guys a chance to start even earlier yep you know especially if you you know, Clemson has a lot of depth, but these teams that don't have a lot of depth, that you're going to be asking these young guys to step in right away and try to perform. So that's big for them. Yeah, Tyler Davis, you know, he'll see what he can do. Yes, Tyler Davis, yep. Miles Murphy, Ryan Greasy, that's the three right there that comes to mind right off the bat.
1: Yeah, look, it's over some of these games. I mean, Notre Dame plays Duke at two 2.30. Um,
0: Nobody cares about Notre Dame
1: i do uh no. baylor without matt roll plays at noon on fox we'll see how yeah, they're playing louisiana tech um as far as matchup goes i don't know florida state georgia tech might be
0: decent oh yes uh um- yeah. That would be interesting. Nazaro Azarudin, the safety for Florida State. Definitely watch him. Yeah, well, Florida uh,
1: State's quarterback, uh, Chuba Purdy, got hurt. so
0: <laughs> I don't think he
2: was going to start this year anyway. Yeah, but still. Because he, he, he's, he's, he's only a freshman, wasn't he? Who's starting for them? I think so. I think it's, uh, I think it's still James Blackman. Okay. Yes. He started for him last year, too. But Pretty yeah, sure that's who it is. That's
1: probably going to be the best – Game on paper right now, because I don't think Wake Forest is going to give Clemson
0: a hard time. No, but I'm watching all these. Oklahoma. I'm watching every game I can to get these scouting reports. You know, oh, you know, yeah. we do the magazine for I'm the draft saying. and all that stuff. But
1: yes, but not everybody is doing that stuff. Some people just want to watch a good game. So that's True. probably your best game. That's at three thirty on ABC. Um, Oklahoma's no. playing Missouri State. If it was Missouri, I'd be more intrigued. But, <laughs> um,
2: no, but here we uh, go. I got the game of the week: Coastal Carolina versus Kansas. There we go. At ten don't
1: PM. Be on
0: those guys. <laughs> hey Kansas! Uh,
1: Kansas has an interesting uh, linebacker that I that drew. Um, what's his name? Drew. Uh, oh. I drafted him in our
0: league. Oh. I know who you're talking about. Slipping my brain right now. Uh, Moxie or something, Drew. That sounds right, but I, can't, I just He has like an remember. X in his name somewhere,
2: I
1: think. Um,
0: Drew Prox.
1: Yeah, there you go, Drew Prox. He got hurt at the beginning of last year. Prox, he, yes. he was he was averaging sure. the most points per game at a defender's last season. Oh. Um, before he got hurt. So. Uh, and less miles is that. Uh, Kansas now. Isn't yep, he? He's the
2: hair care coach. So
1: I mean, that's Kansas has forever just been
0: decimated doormat.
1: and doormatted, yeah. So it's uh
0: I have I have.
2: Yes yeah. they have. you know, I'm kind of excited to see uh Caden Stearns play for Texas. You know, I know he went down he didn't have as good the year yeah. his year this past year as he did his year before that, but It'll be interesting what he can do you know hopefully a in a hopefully a healthy season.
1: Well, there's not a whole lot of college going on, so we, nope. we talked about that we we'll, we hopefully next week we'll have a little bit more to talk about. um we're not sure what recording date we're gonna be doing. Um, we, we've been talking about Saturdays as a maybe uh, we will have to see. Uh, if it's saturdays we can talk about the games that already happened during the day but not necessarily it's time maybe stuff live as we're kind of talking about it but it won't be necessarily <laughs> live to the people but we can talk about stuff as we kind of see it um if something happens that's impactful um look for turnovers you know look for those sorts of things um and anything else that we need to talk about here fellas
0: uh, I can't think. My brain's just not working
2: today. Now, the only thing I was going to kind of go over is I had talked to Daryl about this. Um, kind of a new Campus to Canton type oh, yeah. league that I was going to. We're going to try it and see how it works. Um, so pretty much it would be you would start out with your college draft, and you would it would be obviously be your feeder system to your NFL team. But pretty much all NFL players from this point, backwards, from this point, you know, would not exist. So you would build your team strictly from college. So it would take you, you know, two, two to three years to actually have a legitimate NFL team. But I just try to think of different ways to uh, jump it around and see see what you can, you know, what you I can actually, do. So you would basically I love have – So would you wouldn't have a pro team this year then? you probably wouldn't have a protein for i mean you could probably field one next year next year but but you probably yeah for their first year you you definitely won't have one because you won't have any players on your roster so
0: well i think we could definitely field one in year two because you would be picking up maybe a lot of undrafted guys and stuff like that so i think you could fill one and by the way i was talking to somebody today and they are very interested in being an owner in that if you go forward with that yeah let's iroy we already have i think six of us so
2: yeah and that's four or five of us but yeah if we send them my way or we'll we'll get it set up as long as i get at least 10 i'm i'm good with that
0: i like it i I think that's very unique because me and dan said it many times we only look for leagues that are unique or different from stuff we're doing and to build something completely from the ground up from the very start yep That is huge. I love that idea. When you mentioned it to me, I didn't catch it right away until you explained it, and I was like, wow, that's that's insane right there, and I love that idea. So I, I hope we can get some more owners. Uh, the more the better because I love the idea because you could literally keep a player like a Justin Flo. We'll use him for an example. Mm-hmm. You could pick him for your college team as a true freshman, and if he's good enough – you could keep him through his entire college and NFL career till the Hall of Fame, and that is very intriguing. Yeah,
2: it, it, like I said, it's just something, you know, when you have downtime and, you know, thinking about different ways to
1: – My only question you know. is, is 2020 the best time to start something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Because last year, better. that sounds like a great idea because you have – I mean, are you opening – you know, a lot of times when you do college – you stick to Power Five plus, you know, maybe you add a conference in or whatever.
2: But why not? I mean, I yeah. mean, it is twenty twenty, so let's just throw some more wrap into it and we'll see how it goes. But like I said, just thinking of a different way because I have I haven't seen it like it before. You know, you have yeah, you get a kickstart on it. This is just that that precursor to well, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does, then yeah, who knows? You know, so. I'd almost idea. be
1: intrigued to like do like the rookie do like your rookie draft as your start up for your NFL team. Yeah, so you have nothing but rookies, could and then your feeder like
0: mm-hmm. right. just spitballing here. thought not a bad idea because I
1: know um, I, I used to do. I think uh, LJ from Devi Watch used to do a rookie-only draft, yep. There's like twelve it- teams and you just draft rookies.
2: Yep, and that's what see, I did. I used to do one of those too. Yeah, you see and then that's how the only way it shakes out. Yep, that's the only way there'd be no you could trade, but you couldn't there was no free agents or anything like that. It was only the rookies. I also did it with baseball too, but but yeah, it, it seemed that, kind of that same concept. Yep. Yeah.
0: Couple couple more news and notes. Justin Rice, linebacker from Fresno State, transferred to Arkansas State. So that was a huge loss for Fresno State. Um I didn't get to watch a whole lot of that game, Arkansas State. Well, I watched a lot a lot of it, but I missed some of it. So I need to go back and look and see how he did if he played. And then here's a new one. We're talking about everybody opting out. Vanderbilt linebacker, junior Dimitri Moore, he opted out and then changed his mind, and he's decided to play this year for the Commodores. So that's a new one opting back in.
1: Yeah, I thought that was kind of a big no-no. Like, you could not opt back. Like, once you made that decision to well, opt out, you were done.
0: Apparently, apparently it was. He had, I guess, some family members that contacted it. He was really concerned about the health or what health or whatever. And once he, the way I understand it, the way he, once he talked to some doctors and stuff like that, the risk wasn't as bad as he was initially led to believe or thought. Wow. So he's going to play. He's going to come back and play for the Commodores this year.
1: Gotcha. That's crazy. I'm trying to look over my scoring before this draft here because, uh, yeah, it's coming up. I'll mute the sound so you guys don't need to hear that. But,
0: um <laughs> I'm trying to find us some more news and notes here. Um, hey, this my um, Dane Brugler of the Athletic, we kind of mentioned him a time yeah. or two. He thinks Oregon safety Javon Holland has the, his best traits. Oh, his. Is sh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure it Yahoo is. Football just football intelligence. Us, right? I was just saying that Yahoo is probably telling me the ninth spot sucks and you're screwed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: So, yeah. But anyway. Well, fellas, yeah. I think we've uh, stretched this out as far as we possibly can because there's not a whole lot going on. Nope,
2: there's uh, not.
1: So hopefully next weekend's games are a little bit more exciting. Hopefully BYU Navy is a little more exciting and we'll have a little bit more to talk about defensively. Um, Talk a little bit more about uh, college football in general. So that'll about do it for us. Um, We're actually going to go record a Patreon episode for IDP Nation that we didn't do earlier in the week. So um, become a patron over there and uh, check us out check out the idp yeah, lounge check out um idp nation and check out our writing uh these two right at at uh, idp guys for debbie so all your debbie content that you need can be found there
0: yep, and i think now that we got games going again we'll have a lot better show for you um breaking down players reviewing stuff so yep. we'll have lots of stuff coming
1: yep All right, well, that'll about do it for this week here on DIG. Can you dig that? We are out. Good night now.